0: Welcome to the Branches Podcast. Following the lead of Jesus, we seek to embrace people regardless of their background or their present ground in the hope they find holy ground. We are a church for people who don't go to church. If you'd like to learn more about the reckless love of Jesus or our community of faith, please visit our website at branchesoc.com. All right, we're about to get started. So if you could find your seats. We'll turn the lights off so that you can just see us, so it's all theatrical style. So, oh, you don't like the lamp. This one? Is bear? That's That's <laughs> Ty's mom. <laughs> I've known her for a very long time, and she's always been my boss. Always bossing me around, so it's normal. Um, this, so we do this series every once. It's a series, meaning it's not all back-to-back, but we have these these interruptions, these little wedges we do in our flow, and we call it storytellers. So a few weeks ago, we just had um, music and people sharing their stories behind that. So there was no message, so to speak. And this morning, it's almost the opposite way, where it's just the message, but we don't have music. So if it feels weird, that's normal. It feels weird to me as well, but it's important. So um, this is one of my good friends, Ty. I've known Ty for a long time. And uh, he had a presentation that I brought our staff to go see, and it was so good. And it brought back such memories. Like I I told Ty, I said, I'm probably going to tear up during this because of how um, our friendship has developed over the years. So I met him when he was in high school uh, when I had started Young Life. And so he was my very first Young Life kid. They gave me, like, this list, and there was... They're like, well, you should probably call this kid Ty. And I was like, okay. Didn't know him. I just called him out of the blue. Pretty sure it was pre-cell phone. Oh no, no. No, it was not. No, no, because I had a sprint cell phone that I opened and I and I lifted up the antenna. So I did call you on that because we didn't have any phones at the office. You had a car phone. Uh, (laughs) Maybe. At best. At best. Yeah. I remember being so cool. I remember first signing up to the internet. So that's when our friendship began, when the bong bong was there. And so when he shared this presentation, and I thought about his life and and the flow of this, I said, can we tweak this presentation, and can we go in this direction? So it's not really scripted. We know where we're landing the plane, Um, but I'm going to hand it over to Ty, and then the plan is for me to interject, and we'll go back and forth. But I want to hand it over to him because he's, he's kind of a big deal. And so, this isn't something that he would usually talk about, but I've asked him to talk about this so you know where he's gone with his
1: art and his uh, creativity. So, I'm going to
0: pass it off to you, Ty.
1: Thanks. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, is it anyone's first time here today? I would like, I, I love that on the website it says church for people that don't go to church. And this is definitely like, if I showed up here for the first time, you'd be like, there's no singing. Like, what are these guys talking about? Okay, so I'm glad that you guys are uh, family. So I, I want to talk about. I've been, here we go. Oh, Reader One. Reader One. Uh oh. Okay, I'm going to pass it back hey, to you, man. Right. You're, in, you're in charge of this We're now. Make this work. Yeah. So um, I grew up in the late 70s, early 80s. And it was a great time for story. I, I love the idea of story and Yes. Right? This you remember the uh, the feeling. Yeah, this is perfect. This is perfect. So seventies, seventies, eighties, you got you got Spielberg, you got John Williams, you got all the greatest artists come together to create these incredible stories. Um, and and I wanted to show you a couple of, there's three stories that that were, that fundamentally shaped me as an artist um, and and just sort of captured my imagination as a kid. And I wanted to play that in the past tense because uh, I wanted to show you, wanted you to kind of like remember what it was like to, um, you know, walk out of a movie theater, like that feeling when you are a kid and you're sort of shuffling out of a dark theater and you, you kind of go back into your reality and you're actually almost kind of bummed because you were just taken to some other place. And, and there were three films for me that sort of captured my imagination as, as a kid. And they're not, they, these, are, these are not necessarily unique. I, I, you, these may be some of your favorite movies, but for me, these were just the three movies that, that absolutely um, inspired me as a kid. And they still do. I still love them. And, and what, what do you do? What, what's the natural response you know when you see you know some incredible story or film or whatever, you dress up like the main character, so here I am and this is uh this is this is not a one off sort of a situation. This is literally from like eighty two to eighty four i like at any point at any time of the day if if there was a threat to uh um you know, to to in, any type of threat to uh, to justice, I could have I could have transformed. So here's this is not this was the this was a definitely a theme for me, and you can see like up in the top these are fairly chronological. Uh, the costume gets better uh, as I go, but but basically that was that's what I did. So I dressed up like Superman a lot. Um, I drew Superman. So. This is kind of where I started out. And again, I, I, would, I drew Superman a lot. Like a lot, a lot, blah, blah. a lot. And um, this was my natural response to that story. And, it, and, and the same thing is true with Star Wars. You know, here I am Han Solo. This is uh, like Halloween, 84-ish, 83. I remember this day very specifically because I, I, I got in trouble for shoving a girl down the slide and saying, I don't care if it smells down there, Chewie. You, you, and, 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 and it surprised me because I got, she, she went and told the teacher, and, and I was in trouble, and I'm like, no, I'm just doing a bit. Uh, uh, and it, like, it literally surprised me, but I, I, was so, I so embodied the spirit of Han Solo on that day. Um, and you can see like, my little blaster holster, the whole deal. So, and then again, the same thing. So well, well, I responded with creativity. I drew scenes from this movie because it inspired me, and I've got lots of these. Uh, so, you know, you'll recognize, you know, this is Yoda, this is some early stuff. Uh, uh, and I, I basically, uh, this is a trend. The same is true, I didn't draw as much for Back to the Future because that was 1985, but I, I remember my dad took me to that movie and we went, um, immediately afterward we went and and he bought me my first skateboard uh, because I wanted to be Marty McFly and, and I wanted to be the hero in that story. Um, and so I, this was my trend, was to... Be inspired by these stories and then to sort of respond with creativity and, and, and draw pictures of them and, and the reality is that I still do this this is what I do for a living so this is some of my recent stuff um, but this is my job I'm a graphic designer and I have my own company and it's a, sort of a branding and marketing and advertising agency and and uh, and we we work a lot in the show business uh, in our entertainment space um, and I'll show you some of their work some of the stuff that I, I pulled some stuff that you may have seen. So if you've ever had a Vanilla Coke, we did that. Um, we've worked on Fanta. We do a lot of stuff with Target. Uh, if you've ever, these are just, we just finished these. If you've ever had Simply Balance, that was our can. Uh, we've got some stuff at Ikea right now that's really fun, if you've been up there, which is super fun. Um, small band called Maroon 5, we did their logo. Uh, we also did the logo for Branches, which is kind of fun, so... Yeah, some of your favorites. Or, uh, for those of you that have kids, uh, or if you're a if you're a brony, which is a thing, uh, we do the logo for My Little Pony, the movie. Oh Wait, wait, okay, that's where I'm going to cut you off. A oh, brony? I don't know what that is. It, ah. It's uh, like a dude that loves maroon, um, My Little Pony. Oh. Brony. Didn't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the real deal. Uh, are there any bronies? Do we want to... Well, brownie recovery program. The um, So we get to, my, my favorite types of things to do are um, story brands and the idea of, uh, of branding. And we do a lot of packaging, so we, we get to work with really fun properties. So Universal, and uh, we get to do stuff like, you know, we get to work on Ghostbusters. And so we work with a lot of these studios on creating um, product packaging and style guides. Uh, that, that are usually driven by these stories, some of the ones that, that I grew up with. So um, really, you know, we just get to have a lot of fun. This is such a, I'm, I'm, I feel so lucky to do what I get to do. And this is packaging for Jurassic World, and we get to kind of, sometimes we get to see stuff as it's being developed, and it's, it's just a really fun space to be in. And, and the cool thing is, like, I, I've been able to actually sort of come full circle um, and, and work on uh, Star Wars now as a 40-year-old. So I, I, I worked on, uh, we're working on Star Wars Land at the new Disneyland uh, theme park. So we're doing stuff for that, which is super fun. But I just love this, the idea that, you know, I drew, let me see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go nonlinear right now. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? So I did, you know, I did this when I was like maybe seven years old, eight years old. And then when I was 40, I got to do it again. And so I love that. So here's some of our stuff. Um, that we that we're working on for Star Wars land, and then we just got an opportunity this the the Justice League movie just came out and this was kind of a mural type of a deal that that we were hired to do and uh, this is some sketches so i'm essentially doing the same thing that I did when I was eight years old, which I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing i I feel really lucky to be able to do it but um, but uh, I wanted to talk about you know why these movies resonate. These are some other sketches and things like that i just I, I feel it's really fun to be able to do the kind of things that I get to do, but I, I wanted to sort of unpack this idea of like why 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 are there stories? Why do these stories resonate so so deeply, um, so deeply with me, deeply with other people? There there you know there there are the three stories that that I, I talked about, and and you know there's a new Star Wars movie come out in December. There's the Justice December 14th, League. December 14th. December 14th. you didn't know. Right, right. Uh, the Justice League movie just came out this weekend. Like, these, these stories are still relevant. We are still telling these stories. Uh, and I think that there's a reason for that. Um, I, I found this great quote. Actually, my friend read it uh, this last weekend. I, I thought it was amazing. This is Eugene Peterson, who's the author of the, uh, the message, uh, translation of the Bible. He said, now, here's the surprising thing. The holy is commonly experienced in that which is not god in all cultures and times we have the witness of story song and ritual honoring this mysterious and divine otherness poets and artists regularly, regularly call to our attention uh, call our attention to the holy in various and sometimes surprising places so with that framework I I love to kind of go back now because I get to work in the space of working on stories and in various degrees, to go back and, and look at these stories now and try to figure out what makes them work, what makes them tick is really interesting to me. And there's a book called *The Hero's Journey* by Joseph Campbell, which is which is pretty uh, incredible in terms of what what he does is he looks at all of these different stories that resonate in different cultures, and um, and and he draws. Some pretty interesting conclusions in terms of what are the archetypes. So, in these three stories, you've got a character. A, uh, uh, this is uh, uh, this archetype of like sort of this, this wild, crazy, somewhat supernatural sort of wizard type of guy, right? And, and I love this picture because it shows the, the similarities in terms of in those three stories um, who this character is, right? This is not Super- for people that don't know the stories. Yeah. Superman's dad. Uh, original father, jor Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then Doc Brown from Back to the Future, right? So y- you will recognize this character in this archetype, older male figure, usually has a rod like a shepherd, um, maybe has a hood like a shepherd. So you kind of see where I'm going here. This this character will essentially um, be discovered by the protagonist, by the hero, right? And and that, the Obi-Wan character, uh, will will give the hero, in this case, Superman, Star Wars, Back to the Future, some type of um, supernatural gift, um, uh, or, or uh, this endowment of power, and this challenge, you know, you, 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 you were here, uh, I think, you know, Superman, it's, it's uh, you were here for a reason, in Star Wars, it's, you'll become a Jedi like your father, and Back to the Future, it's, you know, Marty, if you put your mind to it, you can achieve anything, there's this idea, this challenge, and, which sets the hero on a path um, and and then that character will die in front of the protagonist and i 'm showing you uh, it 's a little bit fuzzy with Superman because there's two, but the surrogate father so so this character, as i 'm bouncing around here, essentially becomes the surrogate father, like nobody ever wonders like like uh, you watch back to the future, and you, no one ever thinks oh it's 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 totally natural that this old dude is hanging out with a high school kid. Like nobody, nobody even like wonders about that, right? Because like like that's a super creepy vibe. Like in in our culture, if Marty McFly was like just going down to hang out with Doc at you, you know it, that would be a, kind of a weird deal. Like we would raise an eyebrow or two about that, right? But in this story, it work it's it, there's no question that that's a natural relationship because this is a story that resonates on a on a on a much deeper level, right? So. Uh, in all of these movies, this, this person we will, will die in, in front of the hero, the protagonist, um, sacrificially. Only to return later in the story or the film to help the protagonist as they move through their journey, right? So, Obi-Wan comes back as a ghost. We get Superman's father coming in a little bit later. Um, and then, obviously, we, we get Doc Brown in the form of his younger self. Uh, in 1955, and then in the last s- sort of either the last scene of the movie or or in the last scene of this particular construct, you get the hero, the protagonist, making some incredible leap of faith. Usually, shooting down something that resembles a birth canal, whether it's a Death Star or Hill Valley Main Street. Uh, you didn't see that one coming, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You or, didn't see that one coming. As soon as he said birth canal, it went, ha, 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 ha. I know it's a little weird. <laughs> hang, yeah. Hang or Superman shooting out from sort of like a womb-like structure that he creates based on this uh, faith of throwing the uh, his green crystal into the uh, Arctic or whatever, and but these are these are themes that that are not that, that are universal. Okay, so so and then they are essentially reborn through faith, and fundamentally, this character is the one that that sets them on their journey and then returns to help them through that journey, and it particularly. In, in all three of these movies, the idea of this character is to set the hero on his path to a restored relationship with his father. In every single one of these movies, that's the thing that makes it work. Like for, forever, you know, when I saw this movie, when I saw Back to the Future in 1985, I thought it was about time travel and DeLoreans and skateboards. And it, and it is, and it's great. And that's sort of the window dressing. But at the heart of that story... It's about a broken relationship between a son and a father, and the incredible journey that it takes for that character to be restored to his father. So, that at the end of that movie, the surrogate, essentially who 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 steps in, to uh, and says, you know, Marty, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. At the very end of Back to the Future, you get when when that relationship is restored, you get Marty's. George McFly saying, you know, Marty, if you put your mind to it, you can do anything. You, the, the relationship is restored, and there's that balance of father and son. And so I find that to be fundamentally fascinating in the context of the gospel, right? I mean, like, these, these themes and these, um, these movements, right, they should, they should remind us of something, right? Like, this is fundamentally the gospel. I mean, this is, this is the character of Jesus, dying sacrificially, in order to set us on a course for a restored relationship with the Father. And this is not just these three films, because these are the three films that I grew up with. I mean, these are universal themes, right? So for those of you that have kids, um, uh, Inside Out, Moana, these are are the things, these are the movies that we watch now. the, 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 The story's the same, right? Bing Bong, how many of you guys have seen Inside Out? Incredible, right? Pixar, so good. Moana's grandmother... Professor Dumbledore, they're all the same character, okay? So, I and again, I, I'm looking for, you know what you left out? One of my favorite parts, the appendage. Oh, the appendage. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. You want, you, we, should we go down that path? Let's do it. Here we go. The appendage. All right. Hang on. Here we go. So here are the heroes. Because I've got, okay. And and this is fascinating, too. And, and in these stories, there is a, uh, there. The hero will, will fail. It's a part of the, 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 hero, the hero's journey. There's, so for those of you that are buffs in these, you know these different sequences. But Luke loses a hand, right? His father cuts it off. He, 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 he blows Yoda off. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm ready. I've got to go help my friends out. He faces Vader. He's not ready yet. Vader cuts off his hand, right? Um, not like, ow, right? Like, loss of hand. Then Marty, like, Marty puts the whole world back together in 1955. He really should go and just get in that time machine and get home, but he's like, wait a sec, I'm gonna rock this high school uh, and, and play the guitar, right? So he goes back, and so he's playing the guitar and everything, and then there's that one sequence, right, where he's up on stage just like this, and it looks like things start to go south again. There's a failure, and he sees through his own hand the appendage of the hand. It's a little bit of a stretch, but in Superman 2, when uh, Christopher Reeve is in the uh, Honeymoon Suite with Lois Lane, he... He does this weird trip into a fireplace where his hand goes straight into the fireplace and he pulls it out. And that's the kind of reveal to Lois Lane that it's like it's actually he doesn't actually hurt. He's not. Uh, he's not. He is Superman. And she sort of figures it out. So there's like a weird kind of a hand hand appendage sort of interesting me. But it's all about failure as it relates to the pride of the hero uh, and the failure of the hero. And the, and the cool thing about that is that, that it's not the end of the story there's the hero continues to, to pursue that restored relationship with the father. But back to Bing Bong. Um, I want to show you this because I think this is really awesome. <laughs> I told you. How can you not watch that without crying? The appendage is gone. Do you see the appendage? Okay. okay. You so were looking we at mine and like, if I cried. Really I, I might be crying a little bit. A little bit. Okay, so. But we're, we're crying, crying at a, at a kind of cartoon, cartoon with, with, a with a character that was, that was like, was uh, like half, half dolphin, dolphin and elephant and made out of cotton, cotton candy. candy. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Because, because, because it is—it's it's our, our story. It's the it's same, same character, character over and over and over again. The sacrificial, sacrificial um, death in order for the hero to realize their full potential and their destiny. Why does, Why does that, that resonate, resonate so, so deeply with us? Um, so, so I wanted, I, it's, it's important, important for for you guys to understand, 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 understand that in, in many ways, Boogie, Boogie is my bing-bong. Um, my Obi-Wan. Didn't see that one coming, yeah. did you? So in, in high school, uh, Boogie came alongside me. We we met every morning, before uh, every Friday morning, with a couple other guys. Uh, he poured into my life. Uh, he he essentially he challenged me. Uh, he pointed me to Jesus, and uh, and he was that guy. And 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 he made sacrifices. Uh, and and maybe what in what is the ultimate sacrifice? Uh, I, I want to show you this picture. This is Boogie and Steph at my winter formal, not their winter formal. But uh, in the ultimate sacrifice of a youth worker, uh, there's no sacrifice like like chaperoning uh, a junior uh, winter formal. So, and in this, and it it was again, you know, the the Dr. Amarty situation. This, to me, this was not weird at all. In high school, high school, I'm like, like I'm great. Like, everyone, everyone wants to be around me. Like, like look, look these guys. This guy wants to be in my wonderful, OK, come on. And, and like, like, I, I cannot imagine I how weird that must have been for you.
0: Steph, so, <laughs> Steph's, she, she, Steph's in Israel right now, as you guys know. So this still comes up in our family. Like, oh, because when we were there, she's looking around at all these high schoolers. And they're trying to the, the dancing that was going on. She's like, what are we doing here? And I go, I'm sorry. Um, So it it still comes comes up because it was, it was, it was a difficult one. Yeah. And during this time, and this is, this is where I saw the connection. Because when, when I first met Ty, he was just a name on a roster. The people that were doing the youth ministry before I got there, there was a roster and someone said, Hey, call this guy. And when I met Ty, He's, He's pretty, pretty much, much like, like he is now in terms, in terms, terms of um, winsome, winsome, charismatic, but fun to be around. And, we, and had we had prayed and prayed, going, Lord, we're here. We're, we're here to do your work. Whatever, whatever you want, want to do, whoever you want to reach, we're here. And so we met Ty, and he was just a normal kid. But when, when the Lord gives you eyes to see other people, like when you look around at the people in your life, even if we were to turn the lights on you were look at each other, if, if, if the Lord were to give you his eyes, you could see the beauty in other people. And, like, I remember hanging out with Ty going, does everybody know who this guy is? Does everybody know what God's going to do with him? And so to a large degree, um, I mean, I, I know he presented me like Bing Bong, but to a large degree also, I wanted to be the hero. Are you catching where we may be going here? We all want to be the hero to some degree, but I also had this altruistic thing as well where I wanted Ty to know God's love and to be set free to serve him and to to be a light to his campus. But I also wanted to be a part of that. And a lot of times people get into ministry because they want to fix healing in their own life and because they want kids to look up to them or they want people to look up to them. And it's that tricky thing that we have to be honest about. And we also have to just put on the altar to the Lord and go, look, I don't know what to do with this. But watching Ty, because I met him, I think, as a junior, at the end of his sophomore year, the beginning of his junior year, and then um, he, he was on a hero path, so to speak. What, what, what did you win? Were you like a prom king or was it home cup? All, all of those. Oh, Did you really win them all? No. Seriously? No. Okay. Well, you did win one, one of them, though, something, something or other. But he wasn't in athletics, he wasn't in that, but he was just friendly and, and had a lot of friends and, and ended up being a very popular kid at the school. And so he's bringing all these kids to Young Life and um, we did this huge 80s party. I wish he'd shown that picture at his house. Um, I feel like this one's pretty good. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but as we talked and we've, and we've connected throughout the years, of course, Sometimes we spent a lot of time together, and there were some big gaps. And um, recently, uh, after, um, after I'd come back from the hospital, and we had some, uh, um, some therapy time, physical therapy, so that I could kind of move around a little bit. When I was home, I, I, I think it was Easter. So, so Easter, if you remember, we had Easter at the harbor. And when you came to the harbor, I, I was, it, was it was my, my first, first time, time being kind of back. And I shared, but I just, I just needed to get out of there because I had no strength. Um, in fact, when I got home, uh, Ty sent me a text. Dude, do you need me to bring some in and out Because you are skinny as crap. Except he didn't say that word. He's like, dude, you need to eat. Like, you don't look so good. And so, you know, when I saw him that Easter, like, it was, I just started crying. Because it was because of, of our, our friendship, friendship and walking with him. and um, He cries all the time, as you can tell. He cried during, during Bing Bong. So he, he cried as well. And we, we, I said, let's just get together. So, so he was one of the, the first, first people, people that we got, got together. And he came over to the house. And um, it's where all of the, all the lighting, all of the behind the scenes kind of disappear. And you're just out as you really are. And So, so he got, got to share, share some, some, some powerful stuff. Um, he said, you know, throughout the years, you know, you've been there for me, and he called me his bing-bong or anything, but, you know, we talked about that mentoring relationship, because he ended up going to Michigan, University of Michigan, and he was a young life leader there, pouring his life into other teenagers and, and being a young life leader. But he said, you've been there throughout, me and a few other guys. I'm not the only guy. Um, Todd Redarmel, a few other people that uh, obviously his parents um, poured into him and gave their life up and to some degree lost appendages, you know, because, and they didn't think of it, you just do it because you want to, because you care and you want what's best and you want to set them free to do what God has for them. And then Ty said, yeah, well, throughout those years, you'll know sometimes I didn't return texts or I was kind of avoiding you. You probably have that happen a lot to you because I wasn't walking with the Lord and I wasn't where I knew I needed to be. And he pursued because he's really successful and, and so, he got caught up in the hero life. I don't want to fill in too many gaps. You can share whatever you want to share from that. But um, all of those heroes start to get caught up in being the heroes. I'll just
1: pass it off to whatever you want to share for that part of the journey. Uh, and this is kind of the vulnerable part. I've, I'm used to showing my work in capabilities, presentations, or stuff, you know, things like that. And it's, and it's like, like, here's what we can do, what do for you, and here's what we've done, done, and we work with this client, next client, and then it's like, I'm great. You know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the usual presentation. presentation. The, the, the part, part of the story in which I'm honest about, about um, you know, slowly over time, I started, I started working uh, for myself 14 years ago, and I, I pursued it relentlessly. Um, and, 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 there's and there's a, a, it's a difficult, difficult thing, uh, I, think, I think, when, when to, uh, to, have to have something that you're passionate, passionate about, about uh, and, and to, 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 be to be integrated, integrated uh, with, with, to, 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 to integrate your, your story into God's story. story. And, and this, this idea, idea of, um, I've, I've always, always used, creativity used creativity as a, a way, way to connect with other people, or or to to make make friends, friends, or or to to win win favor, favor, or to show someone, look, this is is something something that I can make, Um, you know, um, and and I, I, there's a lot of my identity that that comes, that still comes from that, um, and that came from that. And as I pursued um, this thing that I love so much, uh, and it kept opening more, more doors, doors and more, and more opportunities, opportunities that, that were great. Um, it came at the expense of uh, my values and my family and my um, my community and my my walk with Jesus. And um, and I I lost my 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 sense my page in the story. I think uh, in terms of um, it was. I started to, to deviate from the rhythm of understanding who I was in relationship to Jesus. And, uh, and I heard a great, a great quote about when you, when you forget who you are, you start to act like who you are not. And, um, and that's sort of the place that I was in for a long time. Um, and that's, and that's, the, the, that's the, the that's the that's the, the that's, that's the loss. Like, like that's, that's the the um, uh, you know, the pain uh, there. And you know, in God's abundant, abundant grace, uh, you know, continued to pursue me and 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 save me. I remember in those
0: years since he had graduated from college, and and we'd connect. I remember being with Ty and just thinking, this isn't tie. It's not the core of the tie that, that I believe God gave me eyes to see. Um, because, it, it, I mean, if you go back to the story examples, it's like you have these people that have these superpowers. And we all have this um, divinity about us that God has placed in us. So we're created in his image. And so we can do these amazing, beautiful things. And then we can get caught up in those things, which we can call our identity. I'm good at sports. I'm good at art. I'm good at whatever. I'm good at speaking. I'm good at money, I'm, I'm good, good at, business. at business, whatever it is you think you're good at, and that becomes your identity, and it's like your superpower becomes who you are, rather than who you really are. And so we would spend time together, and, and I was like, wait, he seems to care more about this stuff, and, but there's only so much you can do, you can just walk alongside someone, you can't change them. Um, I, I remember moments with people that knew Ty, hey, have you called Ty, have you checked in with Ty, um... You know, I remember Carly and I talking. Have you called Ty recently? Like only a mom can do, not say anything, but like. So have you been around Ty? You guys should probably hang out Um, because we, you know, you know someone, and in that journey of growth, things change sometimes. And so when we were at my house after the hospital, these things had happened in our disconnection.
1: I don't know where that sounds to me. It's my butt. You sure? Because you weren't moving before when it
0: was making those pops. I'm pretty sure it's right here. Okay. Well, you can move it to the front if you want. I might. So as he was at my house and I was with him, though, I thought, wait, he's there. This is Ty. Because he was sitting there and talking about his his journey and talking about stepping off the cliff and going off in these directions that weren't who he was. And it was so beautiful to see Ty as he was meant to be. And it, I, don't I don't know really how it fits, fits in the story in arcs because I'm not as, as versed in it, it is, as, as Ty, but you could see him kind of coming back. You could see, see, like, like uh, I, feel I feel somewhat feel like of a um, expert, expert in Star, Star Wars. Wars? So, so just seeing, like, Luke going, oh, so, so this, this is what, is what I'm, I'm here for. And he begins he to look more and more like, like Obi-Wan. He's, he's giving his life away for other people. And, you know, Marty McFly was all about wanting to get his truck and his stuff and, you know, be popular, and then he realizes, oh, and so he gets that life. He starts to become more like like Bing Bong. He starts to become more like these people that have mentored him. He becomes more like Christ. We read these scriptures every time when we gather. There's actually a purpose behind them every single time. And the passage that we had, Philippians 2, have this attitude in you which was in Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but instead humbled himself and took on the nature of a servant. And I could see that happening with Ty. Like He, he, was, he had this beautiful office in Irvine. I don't really want to be there anymore. He goes, I, I want to be closer to home. I don't want to escape home. I want to be near Rhea more. I want to be with my kids more. I don't want to have to drive up there. I, the job is getting in the way. And then I was like, there he is. There's Ty. And it was, it's, and every time since as we get together, you can see a little more of Ty. And Ty's like, oh, I don't want to share it like I've arrived. Because like, I'm still, this isn't finished. I feel like I'm still working to be who God made me to be. It's not a, a nice, clean ending to the story. And the credits come up. But as, but as I saw, I saw this, this presentation and I've spent time with Ty, just seeing him kind of come back to who he was meant to be. And I think that's appropriate for all of us because we talk about this here at Branches, and it's not just Branches. Other churches say the same thing. Everybody needs a Paul, a Paul the Apostle in their life. That's who Timothy had. He had a mentor to look up to. He had an Obi-Wan. But everybody also needs a Barnabas. A friend, a a Han Solo that you're walking alongside with that you know is going through the same journey as you are. And then everybody needs to have a Timothy, someone they're pouring into. They're Marty McFly. If you don't know all these movies, you can watch them all when you get home. I think they may be on Netflix or you can get them on Amazon for really cheap. But the point is, is these, these stories, they, they caught my heart because I realized these stories came way after Christ. Because within all of us, the, the reason these story archetypes, I think, keep going over and over again is because they're written in our hearts. They're written in us that we understand Wait, this is how God's created us to be. And so watching that actual, it wasn't a movie for me, but watching Ty's life as someone very dear to our family, uh, to see him begin to take on more of the life of an Obi-Wan or any other, you know, weirdo you want to talk about, a Dumbledore. Um, I mean, one of the beautiful things, it sticks out to me so, I remember my kids who are here when they were really young, and and Ray and he didn't have kids yet, they set up a Superman party at their house, so it's never changed. And so, so we go over to their house. My kids hadn't had seen, seen Superman yet. So we went over to see the old school Superman at their house. And they had popcorn. They did it all up and had a little loft area in their condo. And we went up there and they got to see Star Wars. And he was so pumped. He was so excited to show it. I could see him pouring his life in. And he was like trying to talk my kids out of sports. Because he's totally not into sports. So he's like, hey, you know there's art. And he's, he's like showing them drawings, like trying to get them all pumped up into art. And so now he has his own beautiful children, uh, Parker and Shepard. And, and Shepard is the boy, and he's the oldest. And he is crazy for sports. I mean, gung ho, 110%. And I was like, oh, that's so sad for Ty. <laughs> but I look at Ty, and Ty's taken into football games. He's got the gear. Like, he is like, who cares? Like This is what I'm going to enter into his world. I'm gonna to go to his winter formal, so to speak. I'll okay. chaperone. I'll do whatever it takes because I love them. I will get into the Seahawks and I
1: mean, the Golden go State Warriors. Every winter formal is gonna be
0: that,
1: <laughs> right? Hanging around the back. So,
0: so to, to see, see this, this transformation, transformation, it's the archetype of what God has for us, where we move in a direction to become more and more like Christ, to have the same attitude which Christ had. Who being in very nature God, and we're not gods, he's, only he's the only, only div- du- truly divine one. But having this, being created in his image, we are created to follow him, and giving our lives away for others. And you never go, oh, look how much I've sacrificed. You do it willingly. Christ Jesus, who for the path set before him, willingly, willingly endured the cross. It wasn't some big cost for him because his love completely blotted out any cost that was involved in. I have, I have so much, so much more to share, share, but I want to pass it off to Ty as,
1: as he wants to share his thoughts. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you said it well. But The, the, the lie that is, is easy to believe is that uh, that we have a separate story from, from God. That, that our stories, our personal stories, are, are somehow disconnected or, or, or different from God's story. And when you, when you operate from, operate from that um, place, place it's, it's, it's very easy, easy to, you, you do your own, own thing, and you think, okay, okay God, God and church, God and, church God and the Bible are over here, and I'm, I'm going to go and do my thing. And so, and so what, what I am, I am working, working on is, is integrating those stories. And, uh, you we know, talked we talked about, about I was lying in bed with Ray last time. night, and we're like saying... Like I don't, this is not a great presentation in that there's not a great ending. You know, there's not like a, and so I don't, I don't even do that anymore and I sold my company and now I'm, you know, going to work for a church. And, and that would be a, a black, that would be a very black and white um, ending. But the reality is that it's, it's much more, um, for me, it's much more, um, it's much more great than that. It's, I still do the things that I, uh, love to do. I still work in that space. But yet I am trying to, uh, as much as possible, um, let it be God's story. I understand my story in the context of, of His story and for those things to come together. And, um, and I'm trying to move from, uh, as much as I'm still a kid and I get to do kid stuff, I'm trying to move from this to this. Nobody Nobody dresses dresses up like like Obi-Wan for Halloween. You know, like, like nobody dresses up like like Doc Brown. Like, it's it's not, not it's not not the, our our natural natural inclination is is for, to glorify ourselves. ourselves. Uh, To, to, to 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 sacrifice sacrifice and and to, uh, to put others first is very, very unnatural unnatural for me. My my wife wife could, could give a testimony on that. It is not my default, but my desire is to move towards this, this archetype. archetype. And, and I showed, I showed you, I showed you, showed you some, some of this, this earlier, in terms, in terms of some of, some some of the work, work that I've like done. That. Um, this, this, is, this, this stuff is, this stuff is stuff my, my favorite. favorite. Uh, no one ever gets, gets to see, see this. this. It's, it's the, the sketch, sketch. It's, it's, it's really, really what, what I do, do. now. I, I'm not necessarily finishing stuff anymore, but this is my favorite part of what I get to do in creativity, and it's a pencil sketch. Um, and, and we call this our, we put this in a folder that we call WIP, and WIP stands for work in progress. And, and I think that's a great metaphor for what I'm trying to do, is, is that I feel very much that I'm a work in progress, uh, as I think we all are in some way, shape, or form. And so, you know, this, this initial sketch, this beginning sort of creativity, this idea of I think this is a way forward, and I know where to go from here, but we're get, it's still loose, and it's rough, and it's, uh, it's not perfect. That's, that's the place that I'm at.
0: And when Ty was sharing that with me, he was worried about where we were going to end as we were talking through the final pieces last night. And I said, oh, man, that's our ethos. We want you to understand that as we follow Christ, you're probably not going to see the finish line. It, you're always going to be we're all We are always a work in progress. Um, whether the lights are on you or not, we're all in that place. Christ um, was defined in the same book in Philippians the way Paul described his life and our life. He said, look, God is faithful, and he will finish what he started. And he's talking about us. It's God who's going to complete us. Ty's not finished. I'm not finished. You're not finished. But as we surrender to him and have this attitude which was in him, he's going to move us to where he wants us to be. I mean, I can't wait to, down the road to see Parker somewhere sharing her story, and she's going to talk about him as the crazy professor um, or the other mentors in her life. So could you stand with me as we close in prayer? And I want to pray for us, not just you, but for us, that we would develop that attitude which was in Christ and that we would seek out the Pauls and the Barnabases and also the Timothys. Father God, um, the credits aren't rolling yet in our lives and so we, uh, we're not done. It's not over. And we will continue to follow you as best we know how. Lord, Give us grace in our own lives because we are very harsh to ourselves help Help us us to to see ourselves ourselves as you see us help help us us to have the patience that you have with us and help help us us to have that for our brothers our sisters our parents our co-workers our friends our neighbors our enemies that we would be patient with each other and that we look to you to finish the work which you started we ask this in the name of Jesus and all God's people said Amen.